0: Thanks for tuning in to the Q&A portion of our podcast live with Kim Rhodes. We hope that you can join us next time. For more details on all upcoming Speak LA events, please go to www.ispeakla.com. That's www.ispeakla.com. And now to your questions. All right. This is from Stephanie Tala. Did I get that right? Taya, oh Stephanie and Taya, I love you. That's I
1: love it. you. <laughs> yeah, they're right over there. Hey. Okay, all right, good, good. But I- my question is for Camille. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. <laughs>
0: yeah, what's the question? Um, this is from Stone. Oh. <laughs> well, Stone, where are you? Okay. Hi, oh, Stone. this is a great question. While well, being a celebrity, how do you stay grounded? <laughs> In a way. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. She's no, saying no, she's no, not a happens. celebrity. This That's not true. It started happening a long time ago.
1: Okay, so uh, do we still need this? Yes. yes. Oh, we're still recording. Okay, so, like, <laughs> like, okay, so when I, uh, so the first time I ever thought, Okay, back up. So somebody recognizes you and wants their autograph. It happens like this. They look at you and then they look away. And they're like, wait a minute, that's Kim Rhodes. And then they look at you and kind of see if you're smiling. And they're like, oh, Kim Rhodes seems open and available. Then they look at you and come over and ask for your autograph. So years ago, I'm at the gym and I'm doing my sit-ups and there's a woman on the bike right over there and she looks at me, she looks away and I think, I don't have anything to autograph here. And she looks at me and kind of smiles at me and looks away. I'm like, well, I suppose I can find a pen from one of the trainers. And then she looks at me and she goes like this. I was like, Never been summoned before, but all right. <laughs> so I walk over and she goes, I don't mean to bother you. And I went, that's all right. She goes, but you have a hole in the crack of your shorts. This, this thing. <laughs> and little kids, years ago, little kids, about your age, when you guys were little kids, come up and go, are you the sweet life f- f- from Zach and Cody, Mom? <laughs> no. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, I am. No, you're not. <laughs> Well, which the fuck is it? <laughs> what do you want from me? The fuck? <laughs> I do not have a problem staying grounded. <laughs> this is, oh, it keeps me humble. Not a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. I go hang out with my kid for a second. You're stupid, mob. Great. <laughs> This
0: question is from Valentina. That's Hi, Valentina. There she is. has right, got it. Right She's right ready. Hi. What was What was it like working on the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? <laughs> P.S. No running in my lobby.
1: There will be no running in my lobby. <laughs> no running in my lobby. Okay. Do you want that? Do you want? Okay. So I'll start with the good news. The good news is everyone on that set is was phenomenal. I am super excited that they're all blossoming and way more successful than I will ever be. (laughs) They are amazing individuals, all of them. Um, If you're auditioning for sitcoms, you'll see Phil at some point, and if you watch television at all, you'll see the rest of the kids. They were amazing. Um, I was an adult on a Disney Channel show. (laughs) They dyed my hair to match the set. They brought Swatches in, said, she needs to be blonde so everybody knows she's their mother because calling me mom was not a giveaway. (laughs) Swatches said blonde somewhere in this town because this matches the wallpaper. They dyed my hair to match the set. Still bitter about it, but other than that, it was awesome. This question is from Jay. Okay, Jay. where's Jay? Shit. Jay, are you? Yeah, there? Jay. Oh no, it's happening.
0: What is your method for line memorization? That's a good one.
1: <laughs> These days it starts with, oh, who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> Why do you hate me? Why do you hate me? Um no. I've had the, the pleasure of doing some really amazing things and the first step is figure out what I'm saying. Like just, just what am I saying? Um, because if I go through and I'm trying to memorize words, then I don't have any connection to them and it's not gonna help. So what am I saying? What do I want? And then I go through and start I, I've got to have it on piece of paper and I've got to start drawing and I figure out where the thoughts end, not where the sentences end, but where are the thoughts? And what are the pieces and the words that drive the thoughts? Then what are the pieces and words that color the thoughts? Then what are the pieces and words that move away from the thoughts? And why am I moving away from the thought and how did that drive it back here? For me, it's a very, very cerebral process, but once I get it, it stays in because each thought leads to the next thought. And then usually if the words are in there, I can borrow the words and they come out as they're supposed to be. Sometimes it's just soup. And my husband sits next to me and goes, no, it's either. Either. <laughs> and then either, either. And you just have somebody next to you that's like, nope, it's this. Nope, it's this. And you just got to rote, pound it in your brain like it's your vitamins. Um, but uh, but for the most part, I like to try to make them make sense first.
0: I just want to say before you read this, these are the most incredible questions. <laughs> like I, 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 It's very difficult to choose. <laughs> so anyway, to all of you, they're amazing and very thoughtful questions. I wish we had time for everything. Go ahead. This question is from Carolyn. Carolyn? Hi. Hi. Uh, What was it like working on Supernatural? I'd love to hear about actually filming the show as well as being a part of the show after you wrapped, like recognition and interactions with fans.
1: (laughs) So something super fast. Real easy. <laughs> like the whole thing. Uh, wow. What's it like on the set? On the set of Supernatural feels like it's my birthday. Mm. But like a fun one. It's an amazing set to be on. <laughs> um, um, it is supportive. It is. It has let me do things that I never, ever thought I'd get to do. Like there's there's something so delightfully entertaining about acting when you get to do... More of what you secretly want to do, as opposed to less. A lot of good girls, you know, the good girl characters are, are basically not doing what you wish you could do.
0: <laughs>
1: and uh, Supernatural, I have a gun and a machete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's nice. Um, and I get a lot of fight training. Um, I get to do stunts and do stuff like this, so, so it's very fulfilling. The people are great. Uh, It is in its last season, so um, that's okay. Oh, guys, but wait, I didn't, I don't know if you know this. So back to don't be a dick, right? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) (laughs) the audition for Supernatural, I did know it was mine. Because one of the things I can do is when I commit, I can commit. Like when somebody's like jump, I'm taking a flying leap. And the audition scene, for those of you who are not familiar with this show, this will tell you all you need to know. The audition scene, I discovered that my zombie son had eaten my husband's guts and needed to be shot in the head. So easy, right? And uh, we're sitting there waiting. There's eight of us. The casting director walked past. and One of them goes, are we doing this entire scene? And he goes, Yeah. She goes, that's impossible. <laughs> and he goes, supernatural. And he walks in, and I was like, this is mine, motherfuckers. <laughs> but it was just for one show. It was one episode. And then they called me back again to do another episode. And then they called me. This was eight years ago. Last year, they wrote a spinoff for me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> get picked up, <laughs> <laughs> which was devastating, but, uh, but that's just in terms of huh, you just show up, you do your job. I didn't walk in there going and maybe in eight years if I fool them all, I will have my own show. Just show up, do your job, and people want to work with people who want to work. Um, so that it it's it's great it's great and then we have the conventions paid my rent for the last two years so bless the fandom of supernatural for for keeping me real and present and feeding my family mm-hmm. so yeah yeah there you go
0: this, you're, I think you're going to be mad at me that I picked this question <laughs> oh
1: why oh this is from Sam Sam no Robinson. I'm going to be mad at Sam <laughs> hi Sam How? are we going to go round and round <laughs> no, I think you're going to like it okay. How
0: was filming the iconic number of next time stay at the Tipton? And if you remember the words, would you be so kind as to sing a verse or two? Aww.
1: Okay, so let's see here. Here's Sam, how old are you? I'm eighteen. Okay, you're 18. So we <laughs> shot that. Alright, so I would like you to think back to your math lesson when you were eight years old. March 14th. I'm going to give you a pop quiz. Tell me what the sentences were that you wrote to get out of it. I don't fucking remember! And people have to remind me. I'm like, was that the one when I was the suitcase? I was not the suitcase in that one. Yeah. Yeah. There, you guys know it way better than I do because you've seen it, I've never seen it! It Shows up every once in a while, like a GIF will pop up and I'll be like, oh, that's me looking very happy. (laughs) I don't know, I don't know. I remember we stayed there till two o'clock in the morning. I remember that, that Brenda was supposed to be in it as well, but she was only 16 and they had to wrap her, so she had to be off the set, so Ashley took her part. Um, And I remember that one of the kids that's flippy, jumpy, dancey, doing things ended up uh, as one of the finalists on So You Think You Can Dance. Travis? His name was Travis? Yes. The, those things I remember. I don't remember anything. else (laughs) like I don't I'm sorry but it really is the equivalent of trying to remember like an essay you wrote in when you're when you're in like grade school grade right I don't know I'm sorry I'm sorry (laughs) sorry. (laughs) he also asked what's the
0: biggest thing you've learned on set of Sweet Life or Who From And he also said, you're amazing.
1: Thank you, you're amazing. (laughs) amazing. Thank you. Um, I will tell you this. Okay, so here's a really important thing that I learned from Phil Lewis. So um, when we started the Sweet Life, the boys were 12, right? And I don't know if you know this about 12-year-olds, but they like to fuck around. (laughs) And um, we had a cameraman who was very, very funny. And so the boys, we kept looking for, so the boys were always over there when they were supposed to be here. And uh, this was early early on, and Phil looks at me, he's like, we're it. We are the only humans who are going to teach these boys how to be on a set, you and me. And I'm like, I don't know, I've never been on a set, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. (laughs) Go, I got your back. Uh, So in a moment, down moment, he said, guys, I want to tell you something. You will never get fired, even when it's your fault. You'll get fired, even when it's your fault. Take the bullet for everyone on this set. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Those two little motherfuckers took the bullets. For everyone. Not on their watch, they were like, oh, these are people? <laughs> I mean, Dylan, full on in front of an audience. I was pregnant. I got pregnant on the show—not on the show, but I was <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> that episode never aired. <laughs> they yanked it for some reason. But um, but but they just made a lot of comments about how mom was eating a lot, and there was and and uh, Zach had a joke about mom's weight, and he kept not saying it. And in front of a huge studio audience, the executive producer screamed. Dylan, say your lines. He turned around and he said, I will never speak to any woman the way you expect me to talk to her right now. You can write something better or deal without it. And I was like... So yeah, so that was the most important thing I learned and it's very, and it's, it's important today because we don't want to get in trouble, right? We're actors. We don't want to get in trouble. Not my fault. Not my fault. I didn't do it. They did it. The prop didn't work. This thing didn't work. The costume's wrong. I didn't, Ooh, it wasn't my fault. Always take the bullet because honestly, the problem probably isn't that big and everyone will remember that you did. So that's, that's, my, that's the most important lesson I have across the board in all of acting. You will never lose your job. They always will. Oh,
0: that's so good. Awesome.
1: Yeah. This
0: question is from Dreama. Did I say that right? Yes, Dreema. Hi, Dreama. I'm curious what your process is to get into character, and how do you keep up a character for such a long time, especially with other projects in between?
1: Oh. <laughs> No, I love. I do. I do adore the fact that people are like, "Wait, is it hard to move between the?" G-? No. <laughs> like, do you have different fantasies from moment to moment? Like, I super easy can sit and think about my dream house, and thirty seconds later, I'm writing an Oscar speech. <laughs> That's all it is. I'm just pretending really, really hard. <laughs> um, I don't tend to take my characters home with me, and it helps a lot when you believe, when you know what you're saying and you believe what you're saying, then when you're playing a character that says other things, then you believe other things. So I don't, I, I'm not one of those that has to channel my deepest, innermost workings to pull up the need to behead a vampire. <laughs> um, but even when I'm doing, I'm sure if you end up doing stage, you'll do regional work. And one night I'm doing Noel Coward, and one night I'm doing Shakespeare. And it's it, it's just, it's in the work. If you root yourself in the story and in the character, it carries you, as opposed to you having to somehow machinate it out from a hat, moment by moment. Mm-hmm. It's it's You just ride it, and you ride different waves different moments, and it's right there for you.
0: This question is from Alex Matthews. Hello. Hi Alex. Uh, could you describe the qualities of a person you want to work with? Not a dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, done and done. <laughs> yeah, really, 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 my, my biggest challenge has been not taking things personally. Like 15 years ago it would have been very easy for me to answer that question. I'd probably have a pie chart. <laughs> uh, there would be subnotes. <laughs> and the, Now I want to work with someone who wants to be there. Everything else we can make happen. Um, if, if, if somebody wants to be there in a scene with me, then, then that's my ideal scene partner. This question is from Megan.
0: Hi. <laughs> Hi! Megan! What is the harshest critique you've been given that you're glad was given to you?
1: <laughs> no, I understand the question! I understand the question! <laughs> Technically, okay, all right. I, I don't, huh. The harshest critique, like, uh, like, I'm well, okay, here's a great, here's great news for you. Um, once you hit 50, you don't get a lot of critiques. <laughs> you get a lot of like, uh, I did have, I had, I had a, a, someone directing me once come up and go, mom, this mama right here, what are you doing? And I'm like saying it really fast because I don't really know why I'm saying it. And he goes, and that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> so, let me remind you of this, and he told me what I was thinking, I was like, great, great, fabulous, fine. So, so, I don't get a lot of, in the professional world, good critiques aren't critiques, they are solutions. So, very rarely do professionals waste their time telling me why I suck. They mostly spend their time saying, could you do this instead? And I tend to spend a lot of my time going, oh yeah, I see that, cool, great, let's do that. Um, It doesn't mean that this is bad, it just means that that's what we're looking for. So um, there was a director that I worked with that I loved and I loved this critique, so I'm gonna go with this as my final answer, which he would come out and he would give you this note and he would give you this note and he would give, believe it or not, the dogs this note. (laughs) And then he would look at me and he'd be like, Kim. Suck less. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe depends on how I feel. <laughs> uh,
0: this is, question is from I think Ellie. Is Ellie or L? Ellie. Ellie, hi. Ellie, hi, Ellie. How do you balance family and career? How do you balance family and career?
1: It's all my life. Like, I think one of the biggest gifts I give myself is not compartmentalizing. Um, It isn't like this is over here and this is over here and this is, I have a husband who's an incredible partner and he's a partner in all of my life. It just is what is the activity that I'm focusing on right now. Um, Sometimes I'm in New Jersey signing autographs, but he's still my partner and I'm still a mother. I'm still being a parent. Just like when I'm taking my daughter to school, I'm still being an actor. My whole life is just what is the next indicated action. When I think of it that way, I don't have to balance anything. I just am in the moment. Um, I think too often we are encouraged to compartmentalize, which then leads into believing that one aspect can be sacrificed, or one aspect should have higher status, or one, one part is more important. It's all life, and it's all just the next step. So for me, that's how I balance it all, is I say, what's the next step? Well, right now, in this moment, it's talking to you. Am I being a mom? Yeah. Am I being an actor? Yeah. Am I being somebody who fell off a horse in January? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm all of those things because I'm just me. Mm. Um, So that helps me keep things in perspective. Mm -hmm. This question is from (laughs) Alyssa.
0: What is the most difficult thing about this industry and how do you overcome that?
1: Rejection is not difficult. I'll tell you that right now. Because you will reach a point where you realize that it's just another step forward. If you are doing this so that you get the job, you will not be doing this very long because rejection will feel personal. So a lot of people are like, oh, rejection's the hardest part. Rejection, it isn't rejection. It's just the fact of, you don't have this job. That's it. You did a thing, and now you move on. For me, it's very difficult not having any control. Um, I feel safer when I have the illusion of control in my head. Uh, Here, I'm just going to give you a... You don't have to listen to the podcast from yesterday that I have. Uh, I cannot do my job unless I leave a piece of my soul in the room. And the hardest part of this job is leaving my soul for people who don't give a fuck. I am tired. I am angry. I don't want to play anymore. I hate it. There is no joy left for me in the process. I don't know how I overcome it. I might not. I'm giving myself permission to not. Right now, I don't want to do it anymore. They don't deserve me. I'm done. I might not be done tomorrow, but if I don't validate the fact that that's where I am today, I will poison myself and I will never regenerate the soul I have given them. So that's the only way I can answer that question.
0: this is our last question um, what's the name of your puppy <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> um, it's, it's close to that it's okay good one. okay yeah. um this is from Amarisa. Yes. am i saying yes. did i say your name right yes i did yay uh what has been the best moment of your life so far
1: the one I'm in, Amarissa? Come on! It's the only one that exists. Alright, listen, you're gonna get... Alright, okay, this isn't what you signed up for. But here's the secret, alright? The only thing that exists, the only moment that exists, is this one right here. The future is fear, or hope, or imagination, which all only exist in my head. The past is memory, or guilt, or regret, or nostalgia, which also only exist in my head. Only in my head. Yeah. Be here now. Here now, this is the best moment. Oh
0: my God. Well, it's definitely the best moment for us. Me too.
1: Guys, thank you
0: Thanks so much for being here with us tonight. We want to be able to bring you more episodes just like this one, but we can only do that with your support. So please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to Speak LA the podcast. See you next time.